here we are, bottom of the Smash Mountain, and today I'm so excited to be joined by Teslik, who some of you know as one of the head admins for the Melee Online Discord, and among a bunch of other things, acts as a TO as well for, I don't want to get this wrong, at S-T-R-O-S Esports, oh wait, with an E, Stros Esports, it looks like the word Stros, right? Yeah, it's uh, St. Rose, so the, the College of St. Rose in uh in albany new york so that is about the area that you're based out of currently then very very cool so tesla thank you so much for joining me happy to be here yeah so that is a good place to start from saint rose never heard of this campus before so is it a university is it a college how do i don't even know how they're different but what's the school like um, I really, I really couldn't tell you, uh, what the real difference is. Um, so St. Rose, uh, it's there, you know, there are kind of several, uh, different colleges, uh, in the Albany area. Um, one of the big ones that comes to mind is, uh, UAlbany. Um, for example, uh, Toussaint actually goes, I think maybe still goes, if not, he went to UAlbany. Um, that's how he kind of became part of, part of, uh, the capital region scene, but also, uh, Dark Wizzy is at, uh, UAlbany. Um, there's also, uh, Sienna, um, and then there's a couple other ones, but, uh, and then not far away is RPI, which also has a very big, uh, melee presence. Um, so St. Rose is kind of like not too, or at least previously wasn't too established. I'm kind of the only real melee player. <laughs> like, you know, we do have like an esports team. Um, I kind of am the melee team. But uh, I kind of decided to branch out, uh, and since we have we have a whole esports arena, which is you know to the to a layperson kind of just a very powered up uh, computer lab, um, but it's uh, it's got like a really it's a really fantastic space, and I decided that like yeah I really wanted to host a local out of it, and we're going on I think eight weeks at this point next one will be on ninth, um, but so far you know it's been small and you know probably due to COVID and just people coming in and out of the area uh, for school. But for starting out small, I'm still like very happy with it. Um, it's like definitely a learning experience. Uh, I haven't really run a tournament uh, like previously. I ran um, one of these tournaments at, like my local library. It's the same, same region, but you know, close to my house. Um, and then I think maybe a few in high school, but I'm like kind of fairly, I'd say a little bit new to at least running these uh, like consistently. Uh, most of the other ones were kind of like a, a pop up, like, you know, we are in and out in one day. Whereas, you know, with the arena, we don't have to move monitors. Um, I leave, you know, power adapters and cables and I basically just, you know, shove them behind like the rest of the setup. So it's all out of the way. It's like, oh, we have six Wii's in a locker and USBs to go along with them. The setup at Teardown, I got to say, for monitor tournaments is like fantastic. Um, but yeah, so far, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty happy with that. But you don't get there day one. Like you said, you had done a little bit of the pop-up kind of tournaments where it's like, oh, are we going to do something? Oh, yeah, sure, let's do something. And then you like go crazy and go to the library instead of having it at somebody's house. So with your origin story from Melee, how did you how did you first get in? What, did you play the game first? And like, how did it start for you? So prior to when I first like really got 
kind of serious about it. Um, I played it like once or twice at a friend's house, um, which you know, I'm only like 20, so I'm not much older than the game itself. Um, uh, but I played it probably like you know, a little early in high school. Um, I played a couple times at a friend's house, but um, I was really kind of getting into Smash 4. I want to say my junior year, maybe. So looking like, like 2017. And a friend of mine uh, who I met through the Smash Club was like, yeah, I really want to try out Melee. And it kind of just went from there. I went to, uh, at, at the time, uh, our local was in Troy. So around uh, RPI area, probably half an hour from uh, Albany um, at Pastime Legends, which, you know, if you've ever seen uh, like an old, older, probably like 2015-ish uh, VOD of Muti King, he was actually sponsored by Pastime Legends for a little bit. Um, but yeah, they're like a, a retro uh, video game store, a um, couple uh areas uh, locations in the um capital region um so there's a, there's a space next actually next to their store that they're being le- they're leasing um it was basically like a very narrow um kind of space the walls were like lined with trinitrons like the exact same model 13 inch trinitron and then like a stream set up like at the very back um it was a really really interesting space um i was definitely like kind of nervous so you know my first few times going it was it was pretty daunting, different from like sitting and playing on a flat screen in our school cafeteria. Um, it was really fun, though. Like a lot of the people that I met, uh, I still like, you know, talk to. The scene hasn't changed too much. We've gotten some new people over the years, but a lot of the people that I met at my first few tournaments, I'm still, you know, and especially with COVID, like coming, you're basically just coming back and seeing people I haven't seen in a while. It's it's really awesome. But I kept going. And uh, it took a while, but I started to like kind of improve and like kind of figure things out. Um, but yeah, no, it, it was like a really big learning experience to go from do basically doing nothing, not knowing anything about anything to just like s- sort of playing with purpose. And it was really it was really interesting to, or it's at least interesting to kind of go back and think about. When you first had your breakthrough of going because of a friend to you're going because you have friends that are already there, would you consider that a, a more fun of a breakthrough or when you first went one and two instead of oh and two? Like, is it the accomplishment or the fact that you're assimilating more into the community? Um, honestly, both of those things kind of happened at the same time. Ooh. I, uh, I really like, it took a little bit, but um, I definitely like as I got more comfortable, I started to like be able to take people much more, you know, much closer. And these are still like very small tournaments. So there weren't that many people that were around my skill level of like just starting out, uh, which, you know, is kind of like the unfortunate thing about those like eight, you know, eight or less player brackets. Like, especially if, you know, we've got like our like pig or bills or someone who's just like unbelievable at the game. Uh, and you know, and then your bottom two, it's like me and someone else who's really not that good. And it's like, you know, you get a top seed, you already basically throw away a match because you know, <laughs> what are you gonna do? You, these guys are insane at the game. Um, but yeah, no, it, it, I definitely like noticed after a while that I was much more comfortable um, and just could pal around with these people, um, which was awesome. Yeah, I was like already giving me more motivation to want to keep going and you know, keep practicing. And then, you know, the, the, um, the breakthroughs kind of just came 
the, the, the gameplay breakthroughs kind of came, pardon me, along with it, which was you know really awesome. So who were you playing at first in the game? Like what character did you decide to either play more consistently or choosing a main? I actually like picked Marth from the start. I've played Marth for basically my entire time playing Melee. I don't know like why necessarily I gravitated towards him. Um, it might have been uh, <laughs> watching the Smash talk and watching Ken uh, do his thing and being like, wow, that guy's really good. Uh, maybe I want to do that and play that mm-hmm. character. Uh, <laughs> I think it might have been also around the time that I was starting that Zane uh, had one of his really big breakout wins. Oh, sorry if you can hear that. It's my dog. He's, uh, no worries. No worries. This crazy. is a dog-friendly program. <laughs> Um, but I definitely like saw that Marth players are kind of popping off and I like also do like, I did really like the idea and I still really do having a sword is really cool. Uh, being able to just, you know, leverage that to like insane, uh, like combos and just the neutral game with Marth is really fun. You know, I did also like play a lot of cloud in smash four. So maybe, I just really like the idea of having a really big hitbox that's disjointed. Um, I don't really know, um, but I stuck with them, which honestly I'm super fortunate because like, I know there are a lot of people that like some can't ever figure out. I mean, like, oh, I just like too many of these characters, and it's like it it makes it a little more a little bit more difficult, you know, because you're splitting your time between so many different characters. When you know, if you were to just sit down and focus on one, which you know, I know, I'm sure that's not everyone's cup of tea but if you do it's like that all that experience gets funneled into that one character uh, which i think really helped kind of overall and then there's people like like axe who can play just about every character better than most of us could ever even hope to just randomly pull out not just i'm not just talking about young link or the ice climbers i mean the whole like pull out mewtwo or something and just like take a set against somebody who's like ranked in arizona (laughs) yeah i mean that's that's the that's the dream <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. i remember uh i remember playing uh i want to say uh it was like the weekly after two saint came back from uh summit six which i was a part of that whole campaign to like get him there uh, which was super awesome i remember being so pumped that he made it in i was like so happy um he like he was like yo i'm like so tired but we played around one he went fox and just destroyed me and i'm like Man, I guess if you're just that good, you really can just pick anyone and like do your thing and just be the better player. It was like insane. Like and also, you know, Fox is like a really good character too, but it's also like, wow. <laughs> like this guy's just so so much better than me. Holy holy crap. Like, oh man. Yeah, it was uh, a <laughs> it's it's really interesting the uh the kind of um how like you can get so good at one character, but then all that knowledge and it's like it's a lot of it's just because, you know, fighting, there's like the, you know, the the idea that like, you know, of like the neutral game, the punish game where the, the punish game is like pretty standard, but like the neutral is like so abstract and like that, that stuff really carries over even between like games. Like I picked up, um, picked up a couple of different fighting games. Um, uh, I've been mainly playing uh, of those like Strive, uh, you'll do your Strive, mm-hmm. which honestly I find that like if I didn't have a background in Melee or, you know, any other game really, I probably wouldn't be as good as i am and it's you know i i play may i pick a lot i do a lot of the same strategy that i do with marth where i leverage you know having a big disjoint and keeping my opponent away um but yeah it's it's like 
there's that there's the abstract stuff, which I find really, really fascinating to like think about um, in Melee. And I, I think it's really something it's something that like I think is more uh, pronounced, I suppose, um, in in Melee more than other games where it's like because you have so many options and so many different diverging outcomes from any given situation where like you don't you know, you really can't know. You can guess, but you really can't know what's coming next, especially at the top level. I mean, it, it doesn't have to be top level for me. Like, I could be playing myself, and I'll just be going like, oh, I'm trying to think about too many things at once. In in Melee, it goes through so quickly. I've played other Smash games. Like, I, lo I love playing Smash Remix, which is the mod of Smash 64. And even then, I'll, I'll be thinking to myself, I'm still, like, there's just a lot. There's, there's enough happening here. It's not like other games, which can be fun but i always gravitate back to melee and and smash in general because of what i feel you can just express yourself in in a way that you can in other games and like and we were you were talking about that a little bit that there's like a certain amount of subjectivity it's not just ones and zeros somehow they took something with ones and zeros and allowed it to look different and that's why i always love like i get goosebumps when I hear a wife talking in a documentary about like, you know, styles and like have full control, kind of that kind of stuff. It's really, really cool because I feel like, like having the tag thing, having that second identity, like then you're just sort of like creating something new, even just by participating. It's really fun. Yeah, no, it really is. It's, you get to be whoever you want to be. There's no, you know, the only rules are the rules of the tournament and the rules of the game. And it's like, other than that, you just do your thing. And it's like, whatever your thing is, personally, I really like Mars Down Smash. I think that move is really cool. Um, oh, I, hitting, I honestly, that, hitting the temper Down Smash is fun. <laughs> God, it is so fun and even like more fun when I do it in tournament. And like the reaction of the person who just got hit by it, it's like priceless because they're like what like really tip or down smash <laughs> it's really fun what can i say um no i i like a lot of using a lot of marth's like really weird like under like i feel like underrated underutilized uh parts of the kit like um even just like going <laughs> i i had a i remember having a like a phase where i'll like i'll often i'd not really do the flow chart uh, against spaces like you know going for counter and going for all that i just try and like go out and hit them it wouldn't really work it was a lot <laughs> of just me messing around on rank but it's like i was like you have you, you have the you don't have to do like the foundation or mm -hmm. you know the the very the basic thing like you can do you know what you want to do and it's like if it doesn't work like there's there's a next time that's kind of one of my one of my sorry <laughs> no worries uh, one, of, one of my like one of the things that really kind of stuck with me, um, I believe it's from a video by uh, Corey Gaming um, about fighting games and uh, like how to like improving and, uh, you know, just playing in tournaments and how uh, it's kind of it was kind of an analysis on a book that Daigo uh, Umehara wrote. Uh, and one of the quotes that really stuck out to me is like, um, once you realize that tournaments are just the playground for uh, players who are trying to improve and that the, the winning is really just the fruits of your labor. And that comes with, you know, improvement and playing to improve is, you know, there's so much more valuable than, you know, playing to win. Like that's when you kind of 
get to the point where you're not getting burnt out because you're not focused on winning, but you're focused on being satisfied with the improvements you're making. And if you can be there, that's like, you know, you've kind of made it and you're, you're like, you know, set to just be ready to figure things out and be ready to sit down and, you know, go into the lab or go in and watch, you know, game tape and all of that. And, uh, you know, figure out and formulate new strategies. Um, I think it's, I just think it's really interesting kind of the, uh, the improvement mentality and that, you know, <laughs> you are paying money for these tournaments, but in reality, uh, it is just like an opportunity to play against people and, you know, see what you can do and see what you can work on. I think it's really, really interesting. Uh, it's a capitalist society. Money is what makes the world go around that sort of thing. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, you have to, you have to pay to get food. So, you know, when you pay for an entry fee yep. into a venue, I mean, it's, I mean, come on, come on. It's, I don't, I don't know if I would complain about that as compared to having to pay uh, for, you know, bills. I like to complain. Well, about I'm complaining about it. And this is just that the, it's, it's just interesting that like that. And yeah, it's money at, inherently it's a motivator because it is useful for a lot of things i just think it's it is interesting it kind of goes back to that whole uh thing you kdga money matching really good players to get experience it's like you got to put something on the line to really bring out you know the best in players it's like you don't get those same uh so that same sort of uh like spirit and just you know sitting down to play friendlies and it's a very different vibe Actually, I think that's uh, just a really, in it's a really interesting kind of dichotomy of how, you know, how things work and, you know, yeah, it's money talks, money, uh, money gets a lot done. That's the thing. Grease is a lot of wheels. Yes. So you're talking a little bit about just enjoying the, like the aspect of, of, of improvement, the mentality behind that, trying to get better. But when you lose to somebody that you don't normally lose to, it's kind of hard not to immediately just go like, ah, right. So how do you deal Absolutely. with that? Um, honestly, I used to be not that great about it. I used to be like a really, really like have a really dumb mentality. I, I would get really mad. I'd get really frustrated. I'd scream and shout and say a lot of say a lot of things I regret. Um, I'm kind of happy that I'm not there anymore. Uh, I also had a like a didn't really know it for a long time, but really struggled with depression. But um, I kind of feel like I'm in a much better spot than I was then. Um, and honestly, like when I lose to someone that is worse than me or at least perceived to be worse than me or, you know, I don't usually lose to it's, it is what it is. They clearly did something right because they, they beat me. And it's like, if I got unlucky or, you know, got outplayed, that's, you know, that's why we play the games. It's on paper, something should have happened, but, you know, where's the fun in just doing it on paper? Where's the fun in, uh, you know, taking a tournament by the seating and saying, okay, yeah, this is exactly how it goes. There's no upsets, you know, that's it, go home. That's, you you know, were, that's why games. You were starting to get really involved in a time where it was Armada Hungrybox for a lot of grand finals, and so the paper was kind of playing out. Like S2J yep. would almost beat Armada, but then get reverse, reverse three would Like it would just play out according to what it was supposed to. But that was what was really fun about Riptide this past weekend. And I do want to talk a little bit about oh this with God. you. 
is that absolutely i was listening to <laughs> i was listening to it today sorry melee stats i don't always listen to your podcasts as, as soon as i should have but i listened to it with the retrospective of knowing who won riptide and i'm going you're they were right it was just like sure hungry box should win according to like certain things according to the most recent summit that kind of stuff but it could be Plup, it could be IBDW, it could be Wesrobe, it could be even like a, a even like further down the line, something really weird could happen, and we don't know like who exactly is going to take this, and that's a little bit unusual for melee events. It was really fun to watch that top eight and get to be following along on the melee stats Discord, the the Reptide channel where everybody's going so and so beat so and so, and you know just following along with that, like the Axe losers run. Oh, that was so cool to follow yeah. along with, like winning like 13 sets in a row just to make it to top eight or something stupid like that. It was incredible. Yeah. But you were supposed to be there, Teslik. So I'm interested from your perspective, you were somebody who I don't want to say missed out. I want you to talk a little bit about how you were planning on going. And then like, what, 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 what are the life circumstances that led to you not going to riptide? Ooh. So, and yeah, I definitely want to touch on that point that riptide was a really fun event to watch. Like watching Cody win, it was so awesome. Incredible. I, I met that dude like forever ago at a regional up in Troy, like such a nice guy. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I think I signed up for Riptide during it was like the second wave when they like reopened because they didn't realize how, <laughs> how like <laughs> ravenous the, uh, the signups are going to be. So I grabbed a pass. I was like, you know, there's a chance I go to this thing. If not, I'll work something out and figure out, you know, how to like get rid of it. Um, I originally had a plan to go with someone uh, from previously, who was previously in the region, went to RPI. He lives in Syracuse now, so I've been driving to Syracuse, you know, drive and drive to Ohio. Oh, wow, um, yeah. <clears throat> the problem is I'm driving from New York to Ohio. Right. Uh, it's a lot of, a lot of driving. Um, he ended up saying like, oh, yeah, I, I can't go. Um, like, <sighs> you know, this, uh, it just, wouldn't work for he's like yeah this won't work for me and i i won't be able to do this and i'm like i'm gonna be starting school soon this is gonna be like after the first or second week of school like i don't know if i can really justify it um so i made the made the call like kind of early-ish to say you know i don't think i should go to this uh i don't think it's gonna pan out really um put a tweet out i was like yo um i gotta pass if anyone wants it Got in a contact with a couple of t- people. Uh, ended up uh, selling it to Salt, um, Houston. Uh, I believe he's Houston. Houston uh, Falcon player. Uh, I want to say he ended up getting like thirty third or something like that. So he may he cracked a maybe not. I don't know. I don't remember. I know he did. I remember seeing he did pretty, pretty well. It might have been that or like twenty fifth. But uh, I saw that. I was like, oh, that's was, that was awesome. Like, you know, someone who can go. Someone who's like really really nuts at this game, and you know clearly did pretty well for himself i was like you know it happens i probably you know was gonna go and would have been a crazy drive i would have been super super messed up uh the whole time just <laughs> think about the drive back after doing the drive there uh, yeah um, <laughs> just imagine if the melee would, top eight happened in the evening oh, and you'd be thinking am i oh driving all night i'm gonna drive all night i'd have to class class on monday <laughs> um so yeah i i think it ended up for the best i'm probably gonna wait for something that's like kind of a little bit more close um or maybe at a better time i really i don't know i 
can't drive like i think it's supposed to be like eight hours some of like that i was like i cannot do that there's no way because that's um, the tricky part of it as well so we we now have the benefit of hindsight or I don't know if benefits the right word, but we're past Reptide now, and there was one confirmed COVID case, and uh, pretty much all the attendees or most of the attendees are now take in the process of taking tests just to make sure that it's not becoming this thing where it's like, oh, now this person has it, this person has it, try to nip it in the bud as much as possible. So a safety concern, that's one thing, and school, of course, that's another, and I'm sure that, yeah, it's cool that Salt got to go and got to play really well and get to like a decent placing in top 64 or like you said whatever it was but come on you deserve to go as well because like you are a paying person who loves the melee so it would have been awesome if you were able to go like don't sell yourself short you you if you got to go that would have been really cool for you to be able to talk to your future children or something and be like i got to see ibdw win the big one or <laughs> not the big one because there was another tournament called that but got to win riptide i was there first major back or, or however you want to phrase it but yeah. it was it was a really cool event so Let's talk a little bit about it. What were some of your favorite things that you saw? We can just kind of go back and forth with this a little bit because, I mean, a lot of things happened. I think the big, like, really kind of interesting eye-opening thing for me was Flash. That dude, like, came out of nowhere. The only time I ever heard of Flash was goddamn SP99 would <laughs> always talk this guy up in Melee Sets podcast Discord. <laughs> and then I will <laughs> maybe leaking a bit of patron content, but I believe in one of the one of the patron channels are like, oh God, is SP99 right? <laughs> was he right about this? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but now watching him like basically like, go off, like they're looking at like you know, it's like previous like, events. He's like been to like one event or something like off offline or something like that. Which is like ridiculous, dude. Just grinded in secret, you know, in the mountains or some, something like that. Went and did some, uh, some Mike, some Mike monk type shit. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but get came out and what got ninth? Like that's you know crazy. Beating Ginger, beating like a bunch of other really good players to get there. Like that was like really interesting. And that's honestly gotta say from that is one of my favorite things about you know the out of all of the god awful things that have happened over quarantine the one like in my in my opinion the one like really interesting light at the end of the tunnel is watching all of these players that got really really good over quarantine um going to majors and like duking it out with the old guard it is this game is almost 20 years old and we are getting we got like a whole new generation that like completely leveled up and we're like the, t- the top level of melee, like, well, I'd say like the, the higher level of melee, not quite at the top tier, the top tier, I feel like is still pretty consistent. Um, at least, you know, with who's in it, so right. to speak, but like that high tier of melee is like so volatile. There's so many people that can be in it. And these, you know, the next few majors, I feel like it's going to be a huge toss up for like who can, crack into the you know that top cut and that whether that top eight that top 64 whatever i think it's gonna be like really really interesting to watch um and you know just the upsets are gonna happen i am super excited 
So you're telling me that there are more Flashes out there, Flashes who move slightly faster than Ginger somehow, Flashes who are able to take a game off of Wizrobe somehow, Flashes who could like just be like, yeah, you know, I live in whatever, whatever state. Like Flash lives in Ohio, so I don't know that like and and that's where the tournament was that's where riptide was so like is flash going to be at low tide city i mean i want to say no just because and and jmook is another good example of a hidden boss because like he'll he'll pop up for one or two online events and destroy everyone i i i very clearly and i feel so bad for ginger because he tends to be the person that up and comers beat but like the the amazing final destination game for one of the one of these rollback events I, I can't remember if it was a rollback rumble event or not but it was it was um maybe the first edition of the net club it's now called the net club in january where jmu just combos ginger so hard on final destination you get it and i was like oh jmook has to go to all of these online events now and then didn't enter anything until like the um the the charity net net club event that was held for hurricane ida relief support and i'm going oh come on what, what happened but you know i understand life stuff i'm sure that has at least part to do with it yeah uh funny that you bring up jmook i am i'm like a OG like pre-COVID member of the JMook fan club. That guy, <laughs> I think he's he's like middle of upstate New York. Um, he no no one knows about this guy. No one knew about this guy pre-COVID. Except for the wannabes. Um, Shout out to the wannabes podcast. Oh, absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. More more upstate or more more New York heads in general. In general, New York heads. But I saw him and maybe you know, our our uh, big regional in Troy at RPI is a uh, CB on land. Um, they've been hosting like big regionals forever, like far back as probably 2013, 14, maybe. Um, but like he would show up to those. These are usually um, the gimmick was like they'd fly out like one or two really good players. For the first one, they got uh, Lod and uh, KJH to show up, uh, like paid for their flights and all that, or, you know, paid for like travel. But also, like, I remember the first one was like it was Lod, KJH, um, Slock showed up as well, which was really cool. And then, oh. uh, Saint, you know, kind of our our big region defender. Um, it was it was a really really good tournament. That was like my first big big tournament. I want to say that was early 2018, probably. Um, but I was like the, for my first really, uh, and IBW was there too. Um, but as my first like really big regional, I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> like I <laughs> I want to do this more. I want to go to more really big tournaments. Uh, this is great. This is fantastic. But <laughs> Yeah, Jmook was there. Uh, first time I've ever seen this guy, and he just like, I I want to say he had like a really good run, and uh, he would keep, he kept coming to them every time we. I think every time we held one, uh, except for maybe one or two of them, he was there. Um, at the second one, he had a disgusting combo on a player who, uh, unfortunately, is disgraced uh, <laughs> and should not be spoken about. But he this guy up so hard it was absurd he um this there's one part in the comment it's, it's it's chic marth on fd um he does this ridiculous combo and ends it off by doing marth killer but he's facing he's facing the ledge and marth killers into chic fair and it is like i still go back and watch it. i'm like how how did he do that <laughs> that was absurd like n- Knew, no one knew about this guy but like that clip like remains like one of my at, like all-time favorite like combos of all time it was just 
so so good um but yeah no the, this see me on land is like it's a really good series i really hope it comes back after covid um upstate honestly for the most part i'd say it's not like you know a top top tier region but i think there are some really good players around and uh it's kind of a i think it's honestly kind of a crossroads between a bunch of different places we're we're in the middle of a lot of very like you know three hours to the city uh three hours to like massachusetts boston area um three hours to the border uh and then you know a few more hours to quebec i think it's like three or four to rochester and then like you know extra hour or something to buffalo but it's like it's central to everything but not close to them at all but um <laughs> uh, it's it's honestly uh for for what it's worth and you know just be my home region I'm, you know, I'm obviously so biased but um i think there are a lot of like pretty good players here and it's it's been really good isn't Northeast New York kind of like an honorary little subsection of New England, or am I making a bunch of people mad when I say that? <laughs> um, I don't think so. Uh, we definitely go to a couple of uh, New England things. Like, um, it was there was a car. Uh, it was a uh, pig. Billy, uh, Bills, and I at a uh, Tom's birthday bash. Uh, Code man. Let's go, G Town Tom, friend of the program. Le- absolute legend as well. Holy, holy cow! That guy is nuts. Um, I, I, this is my second tournament of mine that he'd been, uh, or second turn of his that I've been to. Um, I still know how he runs a 96 person bracket swooper. Like that dude is unbelievable. Just like, think like, unbelievable to you. Super could have won um, a 100 person tournament if only four more people showed up. And that would have been like probably the first <laughs> tournament ever that a Samus won a hundred person event. But those dag up four people just staying at home probably. I think it was a 96 cap, bash. actually. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, what are you saying? I think it was actually capped in 96. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah, All right. unfortunately. No, I see, how, <laughs> I see how that works in bracket now. G Town Tom is a legend. I will not question yeah, it. Yeah, no, he's. But it was really, it was really funny and genius. awesome that Super won that event. Yeah, it was a, it was a really, it's a really interesting tournament. Uh, but yeah, no, um, we're definitely like close and can go to stuff. Western New York stuff is, or not Western New York, Western uh, Mass stuff is a lot easier to get to. But like, yeah, there's definitely like we we're we're close. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say I say we align more with just upstate in general, and you know more like with tri-state. But we're we're close enough that we can go to their events and they can come to ours, which is you know is really cool. And definitely would love to see them uh, show up to more of our events. I'm kicking myself uh, the. The one, um, the one, uh, see me on land where I could have met stock money for the first time. Uh, I was in Buffalo, uh, at my first semester of college. I was so, so mad that I didn't go. Partially, I was so, I was so mad because, like, there were a lot of really hype sets. Uh, that was the one where they flew out Ginger and, uh, Fiction, I believe, which is, like, you know, already a really good, uh, like, really, really sick, um, cast. Uh, I want to say, um, there's like I think it was almost a really insane upset of the tournament. I think it might have been pig beating, almost beating Ginger, which been so funny. But um, poor yeah, ginger. no, it's like there's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, poor Ginger. Um, but yeah, there's just like it's the Northeast is like there's so much talent and it's all like pretty pretty well condensed. Like it, there's a lot that you can really go to like. I got, you know, being in the middle of it, I got options, which is really awesome. Like for big tournaments, like I, I basically got my pick of the litter, which is, you know, 
fantastic, really. I'm just excited for the possibility of Shine because that'll be an easy event for you to get towards. And it's like, it's supposedly the most player-friendly one. There's just so many setups and such and such and such. And, you know, Absolutely. I think that most of the Shine tournaments in the past, like, they all have some kind of lore to them anyway. So you don't, it's not necessarily just for the players who go and attend and they're in bracket. Like there's just, you know, just stuff like SFAT almost taking all of Shine 2016, right? If I recall correctly, yeah. it was yeah. Shine 2016. But okay, all that to say, that'll be that'll be one event that hopefully if that happens next year that I'll definitely be trying to get up towards. But I want to get up to a G-Town Tom event in general at some point because it'll also give me an excuse to bother the Austin Melee fellas. I uh, love those people. They're very nice to me. Shout out to Austin Melee. Great, great bunch of guys. I love, gotta say, love how much the Melee content has been popping off over uh, over COVID. Like, the amount of, just the amount of fantastic, high-quality videos and, you know, audio content as well that like we got is we're mainly is very very spoiled i gotta say <laughs> like with this how much we have to consume it's like it's perfect and it's all by you know people who really really care it's like it really is like you know it's awesome i i love it all it's fantastic you don't have to worry about like like leaving me out i know that i i called it bottom the smash mountain for a reason because like up at the top it's like radio melee and then there's also the mix up and alston melee wow wannabes and even the european melee news report which which is run by exile and i i love that one as well and then there's me it's okay it's all good i just love talking to the people what can i say I'm like Radio Melee's like sick, twisted version of let's just pull somebody from the crowd and make them talk for a whole hour instead of one question. <laughs> oh my god! Curious, you forgot Melee Stats podcast. I know we'll Edwin's see. Mad. We'll see. That's that's a meme as well because Edwin was so mad at me for waiting so long to ask him on. He that was the first thing he wanted to do when we started talking. We hadn't even recorded yet. He's like, "Why'd you wait so long?" <laughs> God, he is so funny about that. I, I like had to hold my tongue. I was gonna be like, "Hey, you know who asked me to be on <laughs> the other podcast?" Yeah, Cipher. <laughs> Sorry, buddy, <laughs> you got beat by me. <laughs> yeah, he's he's hilarious. I oh my god, I, he definitely plays it up. But uh, oh god, not intentionally know, trying to make him mad. Although you know, <laughs> I, it did. I did think at one point I was like, I, I should get on practical tasks before I get on Edwin because. There's no way that Practical Task would ever do something like this. There's no way. But if I could somehow do it before having Edwin on, that would be true, a true masterpiece, a true oh shitpost level of... So, that would be so funny. Yep. <laughs> it's a nice, a nice bit of friendly banter. <laughs> yes. It, well, probably just wouldn't have ever wanted to come on. But anyway, I did forget Melee stats. I forgot about Bad Melee. I forgot about... There's probably one or two more that... I can't remember off of the top of my head, but the point of all that is to say, you're right, we are very spoiled. There's so much content, I literally can't even keep up. I try to just watch a little bit of everything. Uh, I particularly enjoy watching TOEF because I think TOEF is like more or less the voice of Melee. I don't know what you would say about that yourself, but what's some content that you like won't skip watching, if that makes sense, around Melee? Um, I mean, definitely at the top of that, uh, they don't come out very often, but melee stats is uh, video essays are unbelievable. 
Uh, they're tier. like so so good. I'm I'm a sucker for John Boyce content. Uh, that you know I'm still waiting for uh, uh, twenty thousand twenty one to come out. Um, but yeah, like they're the I funny actually. I saw I started my Patreon up to them like the same month, and it was like right before that month that they uh, they um I sub and then they dropped the very like the um preview piece or uh like draft for the like the rough draft uh cut for uh plop first prince of boo and i was like whoa <laughs> that's insane that's right <laughs> i stuff. didn't realize this was happening but this is awesome um i've you know been like just tossing them money ever since but it's like their their videos are just really really well crafted a lot of really like just good uh like especially the the details um one of my favorite of all time details uh in uh the hanky panky video uh showing the the tax the mock tax return with the four players uh that were just mentioned as you know hey you played uh hanky panky just like completely you know destroying them at ohio locals um listing them all as uh as sons as uh <laughs> on the tax form as like a dependence <laughs> like yes he, he sunned these players so hard and then you know listed them as his dependents on his taxes like <laughs> it's just such a good like visual gag it's like if it's like this scrolling you know you'll you might miss it but like if you pa- go back and pause it and you read that it's like that that is hilarious um it's just like tiny witty little stuff like that but um other than melee stats uh also melee they also make really just really good videos um they're nice and nice and long which i i really enjoy just to like Sometimes when I'm at work, I'll just sit and listen to them uh, while I do, you know, literally whatever uh, makes it makes the time fly by and just listen about my favorite game. Um, other than that, I'm going to cheat and check my sub box and think of the, <laughs> think of the videos that I uh, definitely wouldn't uh, miss out on. Um, ooh, OK. A lot shorter than the other two, but uh, B&D games, uh, the task creator. Uh, um, up and coming B and D games, like putting yeah. in some work. I love, I love all the. I mean, it's not just the myths. Like those tasks are insane. I that is, it's they're so like creative. Task videos in general are like fantastic. Um, it's just like so interesting. Some things you just like would never think about, and it's like it's obviously you know a lot of these things aren't humanly possible. But uh, like seeing this game just get completely broken wide open by you know like just the it's ba- it basically is like it's like you know choreographed in a sense like it's just it's so interesting um i remember watching uh, sort of related sort of not i remember what uh looking up because i was curious um a task for uh, street fighter one um a game which has a notoriously difficult like the input the motion inputs like you know your hadoken uh shoryuken uh, they're notoriously difficult, like for humans to do reliably, and they do an obscene amount of damage. So the task just does two fireballs and an uppercut and like wins every round. <laughs> like that's the, the task is just wow. doing three special moves and they're dead. It's hilarious. Watching Axe <laughs> um, play against the Smash Bot was hilarious. Oh I got oh yeah I um I think I, I want to say I followed the Smash guy, uh, the Smash Bot uh, guy on Twitter. I think it might just be the bot account, um, but. He actually tweeted one day that he was streaming. Uh, and he was like, yo, come play against the bot uh, on Netplay. And I have to play a couple matches against a bot. Oh, yeah? 
absurd. Like, come on. The guy made it work on Netplay, and obviously, you know, I got destroyed. But, like, it's just, that's, like, such a fun novelty. And then as a joke, I went into Melee Online, and I was like, I linked the stream, I was like, yo, this guy is Tass, go play him. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, he's literally Tass, you know? <laughs> Very perfect and all of that. It was, it's, like, it's, like, really, really fun. Uh, it's just, like, a neat little thing to do. Like, you play against the robot that is built to destroy people in Melee. Like, sure. On Netplay during COVID. <laughs> all right. <laughs> It's just fun to watch, like, somebody who's, like, really, really technical, really good, like, acts, like, actually have, like, a chance to win, but then, like, the bot got a crazy (laughs) reversal, and Axe is just like, oh, oh, oh my gosh! (laughs) Like, busting up laughing. It's so fun. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, and I, it, it's great. Like, that, that sort of stuff, people just doing the most creative stuff, and even yeah we've been we've been pretty used to it but rollback that's the, insane as well shout out to fizzy custom, oh my god the custom menus when i've on like when i first uh booted that up and i was like i saw the tweet and boot like downloaded booted up i'm like this is i didn't realize that you could even do that <laughs> like you made a you made a custom menu and then made unranked <laughs> like that's insane to think about like who knew that you could even do that and you could even put you know the cutting edge of fighting game netcode in a 20 year old party game just through the simulator like it still kind of blows my mind that like that worked and now he's working on a ranked mode like that that's insane it, it it's really really cool and uh yeah it like definitely saved our scene like it it <laughs> It's amazing. It, it, I I can never have enough words to say about that. Um, I also I will say too that um, I've been using the uh, the silly mirroring at a at our Saint Rose tournament. Um, I, I started experimenting with that. I, I noticed or not noticed, but like started reading up on about it. Uh, probably like maybe twenty eighteen, early twenty nineteen ish. Back when it was like super new and not really being used, and like setting it up and like figuring it out for, for the first time having to go into my Wii settings and set up mm. an internet connection. You know, you can only have three internet connections on the Wii. Yes, I <laughs> did know that. Them. Why? Um, but yeah, it was because like... Nintendo said so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they hate fun. Um, <laughs> but yeah. no, like just going and doing that, it's like all this obscure stuff. And then, okay, yeah, you're playing the game on the console and the emulator is displaying the same thing at almost real time. It's like, that is absurd. Um, I was like really happy to put that into action at my own tournament, but it's like, yeah, the slippy is just insane. <laughs> like it is so cool. I will never have, I will never stop talking about it. I'll never shut up about how amazing slippy is. And more people should just be like raving about it when they think about it for like three seconds. We have a whole replay system. Every game. If we, if we did it right, Every single game of melee at a tournament can be saved, like without you know, barring any hardware failures or anyone messing with setups. Every single game, oh, gosh. every single friendly, every single match, like could be saved. Like that's that's absurd to think. I about. was just talking about this with Super Quack last night, where I'm going. I want to see those Armada versus Zane matches from Smash Summit Nine when he was there coaching oh, IBDW, <laughs> but we don't have them because they didn't do it on a slippy setup. Yeah, no, it 
Yeah, I'm hoping that becomes standardized soon. I think that's definitely like an essential for tournaments is just get a couple really cheap USB sticks. Just get one for every setup. You can get them. They don't even have to be really big because slippy files are tiny. Like you could really get away with like at at most you need like a gig. And even then that's like generous. That would host that would hold like a couple like a probably a week's worth of slippy files, something like that. I don't even know. Um but like I got a bunch of USB sticks and so for every setup that isn't, you know, the the stream setup, I have, you know, uh, a numbered uh USB. I just like wrote on with Sharpie and was like, this setup goes to this one and all that. At the end of the night, after I power all them down, I take them out to the stream uh, computer. And then everything goes into uh, a file system. I upload it to Google Drive, and then boom, it's all there. Every single match I was played, every single setup, it's all there, which is like, you know, fascinating. It takes like five extra minutes, and I'm sure you know it would take more if you got more setups. But like, that's it's it's really really cool that we can do that. Yeah, for something like Genesis, I can only imagine. I wanted to ask oh, you. God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wanted to ask you to uh, try to get in the direction of wrapping up. I, I know that we've uh, almost been at this for an hour, so I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but I wanted to ask you about Melee Online Discord. Were you involved with its inception, or did you come in after that? And like, what do you do now with Melee Online as an admin? Uh, so I did not... Uh, I was not there for the founding. Um, I actually joined on the day that it opened. So it opened on... Uh, I say it was probably June. So I feel uh, like yeah. June twenty second stands out in my brain as when Slippy rollback dropped. That was a rollback drop. Uh, the server opened like for what well, it opened for general use on the twenty sixth. Um, that's when I joined. Uh, I think it took maybe a few weeks for me to apply for mod. Um, so I was mod for a while, um, and then like. An opening on the admin team came up, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm interested in this." Uh, it's kind of like a technical job, um, so like basically managing the bots and like creation of uh, channels on, basically doing all of the like the management work. Um, that's kind of like what I do. Um, I remember being really really fun when uh, when doubles finally dropped and we got to make a uh, just a dedicated channel for it. It was like, you know, open the floodgates. People want to play doubles. Let's you know finally make a channel for this. So it's stuff like that where it's like. There's things that need to get done, and you know the most of the rest of the admins. Their specialty doesn't lie with you know knowing their way around Discord and these technical things. They're either more focused on you know the moderation side, which you know I also am, or the you know the ranking side, which again I also kind of have a finger in. I just kind of do everything. I don't know. It's it's fun. I, I I enjoy like you know getting to just do all these things and you know help the server uh, you know grow. Because this is a part. This is this is a really important part. People come in and they go like, "Hey, I just started playing," and we all like have to say, "Oh, oh, yes, okay, let's keep you in. We're very happy you're here." Like it, you know, because uh, nobody else is doing that. <clears throat> Big organization with billions of dollars to burn, and you're not going to lift a single finger. So we are grassroots baby. We are going to make those people feel welcome. So I really appreciate that there are people like you who keep the melee online discord running even though uh like as myself i don't utilize it a whole lot i more of just like bug people who i know have slippy and i go like do you want to get a match in real quick and i should also <laughs> clarify i'm very new to slippy in the first place because 
lived in an apartment for a while, had no internet. Now I'm here. I have internet, but uh, I also go. like podcasting still. So you have to have to keep balancing. Another another strange thing for me. So I don't like all the things that are going down in in Philly related to melee. So I've more or less stayed away. I haven't tried going to any of those events. And then Pittsburgh's far, and I love Johnny Gamble. Yeah, shout outs to Johnny. But Johnny's a legend. <laughs> but uh, but Pittsburgh's like a four hour drive. So yeah. So I can I'm not, see that's, that's a bit of a tough situation. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to totally go to every mole or or try. Or you get it. I also have a family. So all that to say. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> I think yeah, that's kind of a small thing. They. I'm thinking to myself, I need to try to get to some events, and I want to do that. But then I also like because of all the other things, I'm going. Ah, ah. But the magic of Slippy is that we can play, and the magic of something like the melee the melee online discord is that there are people who are just are just trying to make sure that people who become interested in the game stay interested in the game harkens back to when you first joined in when i first joined in and people were nice like patty from austin melee like i had barely done like three podcasts and i was like thank you for inspiring me to start my own he's like yeah i'll hop on if you want i'm like i wasn't even asking what that's insane (laughs) But yeah, like that's that, that's melee. That stuff is awesome. Like, the the recognition. I remember playing a stream set um, probably a few months after I started, and uh, someone coming up to me and saying like, you know, I I noticed like over the past few months you've been getting like you know you've been improving a lot. Like keep it up, like good stuff. I'm like that felt really good. It's like I don't really I didn't really know this person at the time, um, but it's like that's that just is like a great feeling you know and yeah like getting some recognition it's like because it's yeah it's melee it's not easy like it it may you know some people might take it for granted because you know they've been playing this game for years but like starting out is so hard there's so much to figure out and like you feel like there's only so much time in a day which you know in the day there is and you can only spend so much time on it depending on where you are in your life honestly i'm lucky i started in high school because they gave me just so much time to do <laughs> melee and coast, which you know, still paying for now. But you know, <laughs> I'm figuring all that out. But um, yeah, no, it's like there really is only there's there's so much to do, and that's kind of the beauty of it. But also, like, it is really daunting. Like, I know um, one of the one of my players um who plays ultimate and also plays strive, um, he's told me that he's like he's really interested in melee, but it's like they're He's like, it's just so daunting. Like, there's, it's, it's really intimidating. It's like, yeah, I get that. And it's like, uh, but if you ever want to try, like, trust me, I, I love this game, and I want people to see that, you know, and I want people, I want people to understand why I love that game, and you know, what? they'll probably end up loving it too because it really is, you know, it's just, it's a masterpiece. It really is. And shout out to the. Shout out to the people who run Tired of Going 0 2 on the West Coast, the people who run Only Noobs for the East Coast. Like, there's just, there's like amateur brackets for people who, like, hey, the good people, you can stick to the Rollback Rumble events or East Coast Fridays or what have you. We want to have like some new newer players join and not feel like that they're going to get stomped on as soon as they enter into a bracket. And then, of course, if you are getting to a point where you can actually play a little bit more confidently you have tmt you can play in a ladder system that's really really cool and then yeah like the online discord like there's like certain levels where you can go all right i am now ready for intermediate and everybody goes is that right and you just yeah you can go from there (laughs) 
yeah no it it is it is really good and i i do like that people are always thinking about newer players it's you know at the end of the day like they are really are the lifeblood of the scene like they have everyone ever was a new player at one point and you know who knows some there could be some superstar that's picking up the game tomorrow and like just filling around with it and finding out how how deep everything really is which you know it's really it's really something like zane started in 2015 or something like that right, right. like abs- like absurd game's been out a game had already been out for like 14 years or something at that point and now he is you know at the at the tippy top like it's it's you know i use, i always used to think that I was way too late to the party but like you know almost four years later it's like no absolutely not you know it, that's party the time. game's still here <laughs> there's still so much you know the game's been here for almost 20 years and we can probably go 20 like you know that that doesn't seem too hard i think for for where we're at and for how many people that we have just like ravenously supporting melee and it's like it's awesome it really is i, I it really makes me feel happy that i'm part of this community Shout outs to the kid that Nun tweeted out. I think it was like a week ago or so, being like, "Oh, oh my is god, that yes, is that Nun?" And just like, <laughs> is that you Nun? Know, my chat? Let's go. Out, <laughs> clutching out a game. Oh <laughs> like, my like, god, we gotta win. This first. one's for we you, Nun. Dude, that oh, heartwarming. <laughs> right, but like that that you know the people like that who are on the younger side, like you know, treat with the, with the utmost care, of course. But like that could be somebody who you know, time goes by and has played for enough time like Ben who's barely out of high school and is like going to be knocking on top 10, like in a, in the next year or two, like for sure. Like the fact that Ben is already trying to get into top eights even now, just so like when I, I know he's been playing for six years or, or or something to that effect. I know that I know that, but like the fact that you just still so young. Yeah. and the like the its future is really bright and I love watching Ben play that kind of stuff. All, all that to say, like there are people who are not the famously and 15 plus year veteran known players who are starting to get close to the upper echelon. But like you said earlier, like how, how incredibly competitive slots 10 to 50 are and even 50 to 100. Like it's just insane that there's so many people depending on the area who could, who could, knock on a top eight and 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 eliminate some of your favorite players or some of the nationally known players just because oh you messed up you're in my neighborhood so i'm looking forward to see how all that plays out i'm sure you are as well to close out i want you to offer any any plans that you're trying to tentatively make for either or for melee for the young tournaments that you're running talk about those and tell the people where they can find you all that good stuff um oh geez plans i think for now honestly um pretty content with where things are uh at least with my own tournament um i know rpi is starting to come back with their uh club um maybe not running events yet but i know i'm definitely going to go support uh you know just because i go to a different school yeah i mean i've been going since high school so like (laughs) i got you know basically uh like feel like um honorary rpi melee which Funny enough, when back when inter, intercollegiate slippy was a thing, they entered. Uh, I was actually a sub for one tournament, which is really funny. Like while I'm enrolled at St. Rose, they had me on as our honorary RPI because well, well. they needed 
um, but yeah, no, it's like things are getting pretty serious. <laughs> it was, it was, it was an awesome time. I, I love those, those crew battles. Um, but yeah, I, uh, you know, always love to support them and always love, uh, super happy that, you know, there's going to be more melee in the region. Um, but I think probably just trying to make more innovations with my series. I know we're still trying to work out, uh, getting commentary and getting a stream, uh, consistent, um, a bit of a weird setup for commentary um which we're probably gonna have to try and figure out at some point but yeah other than that i know uh with melee online um there should be a i believe there's gonna be a big uh wave of uh rankings coming up just thanks to riptide and uh you know all the uh all the happenings of uh the new the new era of lan um which is really awesome but uh yeah i think uh still getting into the school year so things are still a little bit hectic but uh i'm hoping at some point there will be a, a major around the corner in my name you know in my neck of the woods that i can uh, go out to wherever if, if it's a shine if it's uh you know i don't know somewhere else i know there's a ct gamer con which isn't really a major but probably a regional um that i was thinking about going to i might not just wait for um, Ryobeat to make it a big event for New York City. I swear, Ryobeat's going to make it happen. Like, just all the things that are going well for the nightclub, that's really, really cool. And I feel yeah. like, oh my gosh, like, Ryobeat was an amazing player and is an amazing player, but somehow might be the catalyst behind. I would, there's never been a major in New York City ever since MLG stuff, right? Like, I can't think of one where it's like specifically like in. So in new york city in the in the five boroughs and i know you're not like around the corner from there but i mean hey maybe you can help help to be a part of that too so you never know yeah so all that's i know yeah i know i am i probably totally forgot to mention till now um uh did link up at that uh g towns bash with a uh, trail who uh ended up hitting me up and uh, i'm gonna be like helping uh him and stock to you his event trail invitational on the, uh, on the 25th. So not this weekend, but the next, uh, I believe it's in Plainville. Uh, I know he's trying to make that like super stacked, but, um, that'll probably be my next big in- endeavor. Um, originally wasn't going to go to play, but he's like, yo, do you want to, you want to help TO? And I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> which you know, I, I am a sucker for TOing events. So, um, super excited. Well, um, when, it, when it's yeah. at, like him in stock basically being like, has like join us <laughs> you go like oh okay, yeah, all right i mean well, i'm in good company you know that's that's there's some some big names there but mm-hmm. yeah i think that's really uh all for me that's going to be going on in the next few weeks uh, next few months um and yeah you can find me on twitter uh, at uh tez one k um i don't know my tweets are usually pretty dumb i retweet i retweet some funny things uh there's been an ongoing joke at RP plus local that I always get third, um, call myself the third place master, which is really, it's really funny. Uh, there, there are, there'd be new competition coming out and I'll still somehow manage to get third behind the two people who actually play P plus it's, it's hilarious. Every time they make a graphic and I get third on it, I just quote tweet it. Um, it's, it's just a, a funny little bit. I want to say I've gone third place like seven times, something like that. Some stupid number. Like, how do I keep getting third? I don't know. <laughs> I think that's really all for me. Uh, and uh, I really appreciate you having me on. This is a, this is a blast. I uh, didn't know how much I'd enjoy being on a podcast. 
Oh, uh, well, you know, you get to talk about yourself, so I can't really claim too much credit for that. I wanted to thank you. Oh, and talking about your favorite game. I want to thank you one more time, Tesla, for joining me here on Bottom of Smash Mountain. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it.